Welcome to the Upsiders podcast, where we unpack what it takes to become an influencer. Not your bikini-clad, selfie-taking Instagrammer, but an influencer in the true sense of the word. Someone who's an expert in their chosen field, a leader in business, someone who's built a trusted community and inspires others to take action. My name is Victoria Jones, and I'm founder of leading influencer marketing agency, The Upsiders. Through this podcast, I want to equip you with the knowledge needed to take your own business to the next level, build your brand and fast track your entrepreneurial journey. I'll be interviewing the world's most successful business leaders, innovators and influencers. We'll delve deep into how they kickstarted their business, the tips they've learned along the way and reveal what it takes to succeed. I feel very privileged today to be interviewing Boulder Toll, who's the general manager of WeWork in Australia. We're also joined by Tanya, the senior public affairs manager and Upsiders podcast producer Jai. So it's a cozy room of four of us here and we're sitting in the new WeWork offices in Sydney CBD, which literally opened yesterday, didn't they, Boulder? Yesterday, yeah, welcome. Yeah, and exciting. We were just hearing before how it's a heritage-listed building and, um, yeah, very special place. Nice big windows and there was free mimosas yesterday and then breakfast um, today. That's a trend that keeps going, doesn't it? We work every Monday. It's to build community and truly bring people together. Um, And any listeners that haven't heard of WeWork before, it's a co-working platform which started in New York in 2010 and provides office space to 320,000 members in 83 cities and 24 countries around the world. WeWork provides workspaces for startups and established businesses and it's now valued at over 20 billion and that number seems to keep increasing so um, I'm sure that will keep going up and up. Um, In Australia alone, WeWork has 11 locations and 8,000 members in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. So yeah, really um, great place to be part of. I'm a member myself and I use their offices when I go traveling for business to New York and LA and London. And there's that same sense of community, which is really important um, to the WeWork brand. So Baldy, your role at WeWork, your general manager, what does that involve? So really focused on the growth, uh, skill and development of WeWork and expansion in Australia, um, while always being focused on delivering the best member experience for our members within the WeWork community. And how did you come to work at WeWork? It's been a bit of a journey, I think. Um, it's, um, I, I look a lot at what gives me a sense of fulfillment and that personal happiness. And I first found that when I was employed for Airbnb. Um, I was lucky enough to be their first employee here in Australia. Um, and it really gave me a great exposure to what a disruptive business looks like. But after about a year and a half at Airbnb, there was still something missing in that personal fulfillment element for myself. And I really put it down to you know that human-to-human interaction. Because although Airbnb was an amazing disruptive organization, um, success was still on dashboards and TVs as success with the team. Um, so it was up until um, two friends of mine uh, who started a company called Airtasker um, uh, signed 750 square meter lease in the CBD. It was only the three of them in an office. So after playing soccer and touch footy, they were like, we need to find a way to get some (laughs) friends in here. 
Um, so um, they introduced me to the concept of co-working and uh, together we started a co-working space called Tankstream Labs, uh, which was really focused on early stage startups um, and helping them grow within a collaborative environment. Um, and that's where I really found my passion for building communities. Um, so and after- working with startups as well, do you love working with that energy of a new business and new team absolutely it's uh, it's that scrappiness it's like not being bound to the rules of a large corporation mm-hmm. and uh, being able to test trial and experiment uh, what's most valuable for your end user or your customer um, and that's what i love about startups in general and they're more open-minded to experiment with a lot of different things yeah um so yeah after that they did that for three and a half years and then um actually some old colleagues from airbnb reached out and um, that joined we work and said we're coming to Australia um, are you keen uh, keen to join um, and that was an opportunity I uh, I couldn't pass on yeah and what attracted you to WeWork is does it still maintain that I mean it feels like it is a member but um, still maintain that startup culture that sense of disruption Absolutely. I think, you know, WeWork is incredible. So we, we really talk, and well, a lot of organizations say it by now, but that, that global company, but a local playbook. And um, because we're so focused on the member experience, which is for us the member, the end user, the people that occupy the space, um, they are most important. So then we have to take into consideration the local culture. And even that is different from building to building, um, as well as huge differences between Sydney and Melbourne. Um, so um, maintaining, you know, that decision-making power on a local level and really empowering our team to make the right decisions based on their, their member base is what's incredibly powerful at WeWork. Yeah, that must be exciting when you travel around the world and see all these different cultures and, and the culture that they've created in the WeWork space. Is that is that very evident when you... Absolutely. Yeah, you'll find a different community when you go to our locations in Tokyo versus the UK and New York, um, as well as um, the differences between Sydney, Melbourne and our recently opened location in Brisbane as well. And in Australia in particular, do you really notice that Australians are quite entrepreneurial? There's, you know, a real innovation here in terms of new businesses and startups yeah they're they're truly finding passion and fulfillment in what they do and what I like about the Australian communities they're so passionate about their given fields and it shows and they want to share that knowledge and you know help each other grow as well um, and that's the power of community so bringing the diversity of all these different companies and different individuals together in one space results to an incredible amount of collaboration and just general happiness because the more different individuals we bring together it just gives an extra level of perspective of what's going on outside of your organization or your industry Um, and that just opens your mind to be more creative and grow your business yeah I definitely think it increases productivity I know when I started at WeWork before I'd been working in another co-sharing space and everyone was sort of siloed off and didn't really interact and it's so nice at WeWork that people We'll start a conversation next to you and and it's not in a forced way it's it's very natural I, i'm not sure if the spaces are designed that way are they to... <laughs> it, it is um the so... beard probably helps too doesn't it no, look those are those are all tools um i think if we we put an incredible amount of focus in the design and layout of the space and it is those center points of gravity that brings all these people together in the shared and common areas and um, that result in those interactions 
So we really design for those subtle yet forceful interactions. Um, so it happens, yes, we have you know free beer in our locations. And it's not so much about the free beer, but it's incredible what happens if, A, you treat members as an adult, you respect um, uh, their, uh, their decisions, and um, a tool to celebrate successes and come together um, uh, over a beverage. And whether that's a beer or coffee, it has the same result. Yeah. But um, if we think about our design and the layout of the space, um, yeah, we really design it in a way that brings people together organically um, through our design. Yeah. And things like some of the community events have been amazing, like the Monday morning breakfast. Is that, you know, to get people you know motivated for monday is that the aim of that and general excitement right it's it's we we truly believe that you know being at the office should be a fun and fulfillment um uh, fulfilled experience um for every individual because if you have passion and a sense of fulfillment your productivity increases as well um so everything we do in the space is to increase that member experience so if we look at our programming on a monday morning yeah it should be fun to get into the office and really get cracking on what what you do what you love um, so for TGIM thank god it's Monday um, we provide full breakfast in the space for all of our members now one that is something to look out for but it's more so that you bring uh, different individuals together in a social environment to kick off the week on a positive note um, so by providing that breakfast it is that platform and the tool to bring people together and it shows because on a Monday morning the whole community comes together and you know shares a meal and shares their stories over the weekends and you start off on a happy tone on the Monday morning yeah and you have other things to keep people motivated throughout the week like I know you do business focus events on Tuesdays and Thursdays which I think are really great for you know upskilling it's something that all people starting their own business want to upskill and learn more so those events and then wellness Wednesdays you do um which is a great great initiative I think now so we're we're here for our members to create a life and not just a living um, and that is, touches both on the business sense as well on a personal sense. So we know how incredibly important it is to look after yourself, your own body and your mindfulness and your health. That's why our Wellness Wednesday initiative is always so popular on Wednesday where it's, yes, it's yoga classes, but it goes further around meditation, running groups. And it's incredible to see if you provide that initial platform that members actually take that to the next level. So we now have running groups that actually go across multiple buildings um, that pick each other up, go for a run in the domain and then come back and disperse to their buildings which is something that you would never do if you had your own office um, or working from home Um, so it's finding that alignment with like-minded people that create that sense of belonging um, something that is bigger than yourself Um, but as well we want to support our members with their business growth Um, and that's why we do a lot of lunch and learns and invite you know key industry leaders to educate our members um, on what's relevant or how we can assist them to grow their business. Yeah, yeah, we've done a few events ourselves at the Upside is about influencer marketing. It's been with other members. We've actually said let's run an event because we're in the similar sort of industry. And I think no one's a competitor these days. You know, everyone can collaborate in some form, can't they? Absolutely. Which is nice. And do you see you now attract quite large um, enterprises like um, Salesforce, Microsoft, I think Facebook uh, um, have a WeWork office now, do they? Yeah, they do. And how do you, has that changed the sort of startup community? Do they all interact, those businesses, with the 
So it's an interesting question because I think it's a question that um, uh, really is is the mindset for a lot of people in Australia and that is co-working is for startups. And we need to move away from that. because. Um, So if we again look at how our members can collaborate, you want to create that diversity in your communities. So we really pride ourselves to have every single industry represented within our communities, but every stage of business as well. So you go from freelancers all the way to enterprise and everything in between. And I think that's the most powerful thing because you create the diversity. So if you think about two startups that are just starting out, there is a limited level of trust between those two founders that what you are doing is the right thing. Whereas you have a more established business that that might, you know, made a few mistakes and learned along the way that might be a more valuable experience um, to actually share with each other. So I think if you create the diversity within your communities, you truly get that power of collaboration um, because you can pick and choose what's most relevant for you. Um, So has it changed? I think um, yes, but more so in the way that every startup wants to be a large organization and every corporate wants to be a startup. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's been thrown around a lot lately, but it's very true. So I think why are um, you know both enterprise organizations as well as freelancers and startups um, going into this shared and collaborative environments is to really have that human-to-human interaction. We've learned with the digitalization of today's society that a like on Facebook or Instagram doesn't give me the same personal satisfaction as sitting in a meeting room, shaking your hands and having a meaningful conversation. Um, so if we provide those shared environments of collaboration that is true for a startup but even more so for a large organization Um, and I think large organizations can learn a lot from the startup ecosystem in terms of knowledge sharing collaboration and actually coming together outside of your team Um, and if we then go into like what makes a highly efficient and collaborative team has changed drastically over the last 10 years yeah and how do you think that's changed i mean the whole workplace culture's totally changed hasn't it if, you know people want flexibility now and and they want more they want experience they don't just want to come to an office yeah have absolutely. you seen i guess we works leading the way with that isn't it yeah it's 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 you know the happiness factor um you know mean, means a lot for us nowadays for everyone in our personal lives um i think because of technology we're always on. It has blurred the lines between what is my professional self and what is, you know, my my personal self. And it has blurred the lines between when am I working, when am I not. Um, so suddenly there is a bit of an identity crisis of who am I if I'm always on. So being part of an organization that I align with, with my personal values and align with the mission and making a meaningful impact um, really creates a, uh, an identity identity that is true to myself and I'm proud of sharing. Um, so I think that's where, where it started. If you um, then look at the happiness factor, is that 81% of Australians, I believe, are you know unengaged in their current um, in their current job, uh, which is astonishing because sad, it's, it? it's very sad. And you 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 see that like if, if there's that misalignment, there's a drop in productivity, they're unengaged, um, and it it, it results in far more complex things like depression. Um, So if we create that happiness in the workplace, both in a sense of fulfillment on what I'm actually doing and making a meaningful impact, and that's where organizations have the responsibility to empower their employees and 
offer that growth mindset and that continuous learning um, improvement by providing learning platforms, etc. Um, that really creates that engagement between the employee and the employer. So that has changed. Um, but I think as well as how we define collaboration has changed. You see that back in the day, um, if we, you know, let's go 10 years back, um, collaboration was still, um, I have a team, I'm, I'm picking experts of every given field and there's a manager that makes the end decision. Uh, nowadays, it's bringing together a group of talented individuals that are cross-functional with a more servant leader that is providing coaching and mentoring instead of making a final decision. So there's a lot more empowerment for employees to actually feel a sense of belonging to the purpose and mission of an organization. And that's where you see that happiness starts to increase, that collaboration and productivity rises, and then the end result is obviously you know a more engaged employee um, cheaper cost um, for the organization and higher uh, outputs and results. Yeah, definitely. I think we work with a lot of people on, we have a six-week accelerator course and one of the modules, the beginning one, is finding your why and, you know, what's your passion, what's your reason for doing this business, starting a business or, or embarking on, you know, a different career. And it's, I think, when you see people just truly doing something they love and it's often at a bigger purpose isn't it it's often something um you know for the greater good Absolutely. which sounds very cheesy but i think everyone has something inside them that is often bigger than no but you know. if you truly enjoy what you do then call it a higher purpose call it a sense of belonging but if i have the feeling i make a difference in what i do in my day-to-day -day life i'm more committed to making that a positive result um so yeah no i couldn't agree more yeah i think that's probably why we work has such a good energy because it's quite infectious that you know more people doing what they love the world's a happier place isn't it so Absolutely. you really yeah you really see that here and do you see any, you know, fast-growing segments here or have you had some really great success stories? I mean, there's probably so many people globally that have started a business here and, and they've then become, you know, taken a huge office space and become... You know, a big corporate. Have you got any success stories you can share or case I think there's many success stories, um, uh, but it's around, you know, the personal growth of an organization as well. Um, what I find most interesting is how WeWork has enabled um, different organizations to actually pivot, um, you know, change um, their, their organization, sometimes change an entire industry. Um, we've seen a lot of examples where two different companies have met um, and they realized they're actually servicing the same end user um, so they share the same clients so suddenly they start collaborating on different projects um, we've seen companies that hey we work with so many different clients let's actually share a private office together um, moved in together into one office and um, a year later they've merged into a more collaborative business oh, now that great. would have never happened if they were you know working on the separate clients so um, those are the stories um, I, I love the most yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's so nice when you see even just doing business with other members here has been great and people are very willing to share their expertise and Absolutely. You know, what they enjoy doing too. And I think going back to that slogan, do what you love, is that, you know, there's a few that I've seen around at different WeWork offices. There was one, um, what was it, Ready or respect the hustle and there's a you know a few is that does that come from the top from um the founders of the business or is it something 
everyone thinks of these quotes that you're going to put in neon signs. It's not so much about the inspirational quotes. It's um, uh, it, it, it's motivating for for everyone. But I think our quotes constantly evolve as well. Um, you know, two years ago, um, you know, we all had T-shirts which was hustle harder. Um, but it's not always about hustling harder. Um, so now we have T-shirts that say hustle smarter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because it is about evolving as an organization as well. I think you know those 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 quotes um, are just you know inspirational when it comes you know to the design um, keeps people inspired um, as well as a talking point for our community but uh, for us it's far more about our core values um, that we all share and are actually red threat to anything we do within WeWork um, and is part of our key hiring policy as well so if that, there's yeah that people share the core value can you share what those yeah some so of them for are? us um, it's being inspired grateful tenacious entrepreneurial um, and we really you know embody those values in our day-to-day lives so it's not so much about you know what we do but how we do it um, if you go back to the famous saying it's like it's you know people don't remember what you did for them but they remember how you made them feel and that for we work is exactly the same like it is not so much about the space and the physical surroundings for us that's an enabler it's a tool it's the platform that allows us to bring these beautiful minds together in a single space now then it's the community team that sets that culture and really gets to know our members on a personal level and that's where we can add true value so if we're going back to the original question where it was all oh, our different locations within we work do they have a different culture absolutely because it's our community team that interacts with the members and you know changes our programming and everything we do in terms of activations in the space based on the members that are there so yeah for us, i've noticed yeah. i have to say i've noticed that because i know in um the george street zach has helped with he's on the community team he's helped with dating advice and setting up members who fancy each other Amazing. as well <laughs> so it's become a dating service as well like i think i read somewhere they're a bit like therapists some of the community managers like Look, and, and they are like they're they're community managers. They're the general managers of the location. But you know, they're your best friend. They're part therapist. You'd be amazed with the stories you know they share. And for me, that is that is incredible because if you are comfortable enough to share your personal life with someone in our community team, that means you've truly found your sense of belonging and you're comfortable sharing that information with someone who is actually activating a space so it goes far deeper than um you know just servicing the space and it's you know connecting and you know connecting all these different members together um to find you know the greater spirit of we yeah and that greater spirit is now evolved into schools hasn't it and um housing can you tell us a bit about we live and the the education initiative too i think it's fascinating yeah absolutely and i think it goes back to 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 the same global trends right Uh, we see an incredible amount of urbanization um at unprecedented rates people are flogging to cities or large rural areas um actually in the history of mankind it's the largest shift um we've ever seen um i believe it's 1.7 million people a week move into large cities so that puts incredible pressure on how we interact with each other um, on uh, how to rethink, you know, the real estate and the limitation of the physical buildings that we have. Um, so. Um 
rethinking the space, but mainly the connection we have to that space, it was really driving uh, this change. So um, obviously it started with WeWork, um, but then we said like, well, that sense of belonging and that sense of community and that human to human interaction is in your personal life as well. So then the other factor is like the sharing economy, like the new generation is not obsessed by owning things and much more by the experience they have. So in the last 15 years, we've seen a 70% increase in experience spending when it comes to disposable income. Um, and that's for your living arrangement, it's the same. Um, so for us, it's why not provide a space that might be a little bit smaller than you're used to in your common residential apartment, but then create incredible shared common areas that you share with your living community. Um, and that has been really powerful. So um, We Live is currently in the United States and expanding um, through the cities in the US. Um, but yes, yeah, we definitely opportunities to bring that to Australia at some point in time. And have you, have you met the founders of WeWork before? Yes. 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 Very inspiring guys. I've actually listened to podcasts with them, and yeah, incredibly yeah. inspiring. Um, I think you know they're they're big vision. They're truly visionaries. Um, uh, it is it is one way to think about just the space. It is truly about taking that bigger vision of connection between different human beings of different backgrounds, different cultures, um, which uh, which is incredible. Um, I think the the mix between the two um, is is really exciting. So you have Adam the. the visionary grew up in the kibbutz in Israel um, where it was that sense of community ingrained and instilled from you know a young age um, you know translating that into the workspace um, and into the wider community is incredible and then you have Miguel who is all about the culture and the people and really putting people first at any point in time with his background in architecture and as well grew up in a close community where they all collaborated for the greater good of that community um, and you see how they actually use that in rolling out WeWork around the globe right now. And that trickles down to the employees, is it? I know you have a summer camp, like how do you, how do they maintain that sense of culture across such a large organisation? Look, it's, it's the, the mission we're on is, is so big um, that it is really inspiring for, for everyone and that is guided by our core values. Um, so with that you have you know, a, a great sense of culture and belonging within WeWork as well. Um, but then we have our great anchor points, um, a summer camp, an opportunity not just for employees but for members and employees to come together and share an experience over a long weekend that involves you know the entrepreneurial side but as well as the creative um, and to celebrate life um, during an event that is three days um, to come together with cultures from all over the world is such an inspiring event um, so that's one and then we have summit where um, it's it's more around the business alignment and um, you know setting the goals um, for the next year so that we're truly aligned as a global organization um, on the mission that we're on. Yeah, and I know I've lucky um, been lucky enough to be part of the She Leads. Um, I know, Tanya, you're heavily involved with that, the She Leads initiative where it's supporting gender equality and women in business, something at the Upsiders. We really encourage women, um, particularly mums who want to get back to work or have a business idea, how can they turn this into something 
um, viable. Is that um, something that's going to continue next year? I think you see it as well in the physical design. So all of our locations have a mother's room um, so that it's, you know, it supports you know the, the working moms coming back into the workforce as well um, I think for for us um, going back to the diversity when you have a truly diverse team and culture you see that you know the productivity just goes up um, so we need to have you know more female leaders that are inspiring the younger generations to actually step up and break through that glass ceiling um, so uh, we feel that we have such you know a large community that we can make a true difference and impact not just within our communities but in the wider communities as well so if we set the example where it can at least you know address those topics by supporting the entrepreneurial women within our communities um, then uh, we're, we're we're starting a more positive journey yeah definitely so I'm sure lots of people listening now are thinking how can I join or what's the best um, best way to come out and find out more about WeWork? Would you say book a tour or look at um, the closest locations to where people live? What, what's the best? Absolutely. Way? And well, we talk a lot about the undescribable energy you feel when walking into a WeWork location. So the best way to experience WeWork is to book a tour and just come and see it out for yourself. Um, but um, the other way is we have a We membership, which is only 45 USD a month and allows you access to all of our events globally, as well as daily drop-in um, uh, desks uh, in any of our locations around the world. World. And that's a great way to just test out um, if the community and the collaboration is really a right fit for yourself. Okay, perfect. And just lastly, we have um, a few five fun questions that um, we ask all of our um, people that we interview. <laughs> um, so whatever comes to your mind, they're not too scary, but whatever yeah. comes to your mind um, first, that's usually the best answer. Uh, the number one, the biggest challenge hurdle that you've overcome. I think scaling, scaling a team, um, staying really true to your culture and your core values. Um, it's very easy to pick expertise over a cultural alignment. Um, where if we're going back to passion, uh, purpose, and fulfillment, you need that alignment in the culture as well. Um, so staying true to ourselves and truly higher on the culture um, as well as the expertise but almost as a secondary value um, is the biggest learning I've had over the last two years. Daily habit that helps you stay motivated? Go for a serve in the morning. <laughs> oh that's a good one especially in Australia. <laughs> Advice to your younger self? Uh, truly follow your passion. Um, I think for myself, I've, I've done it since a young age um, and it led me to where I am today. I think if you truly find passion and purpose in what you do, you see that you accelerate your growth. Um, and talking about growth, having a growth mindset is so important. We as individuals are the architects of our life. It is not the responsibility of an organization, but it is my responsibility to find passion and fulfillment in what I do. So if there is an alignment between an organization and what I want to do, you see that my growth um, and actual opportunities for growth will accelerate at an incredible speed. And when you say growth mindset, how can people get into that mindset? Stay curious, like, you know, challenge the norm, try and absorb more information. Um, it's, it's really that 
curiosity. Um, don't accept just something, but challenge it if that's what, what you feel. Um, so yeah, the growth mindset is really being open to new opportunities. And I think it, the best example is when I moved to Australia from the Netherlands, that was nine years ago, and I didn't know a single soul. And it opened me up to be, you know, acceptable to so much, so many more opportunities that came along the way. Uh, opportunities that if I would be in, you know, a closed mindset, I would probably pass on. Um, but it led me to these amazing experiences with Airbnb and starting a co-working space and now joining WeWork just by being more open to the opportunities that present themselves along the way. Yeah, I think being curious and chatting to different people all the time, like that diversity thing is um, so important. A good habit or skill to develop in business? Empathy. Um, I think being empathetic, um, you know, don't push through your own mindsets, truly stay open to hear what others have to say, um, will give you a better perspective on the challenge or task at hand. Um, so to stay open, curious and listen to others um, is a great, uh, great business skill to have. And I think in general, soft skills are becoming more and more important over the years to come. Yeah, that's good to hear. And lastly, um, what? how would you describe an influencer? So how would you finish this sentence? An influencer is... Someone who is passionate about a certain service or product and is proud to share that as their own, um, while it might not even be their product. Um, so for us, we see that as well. We have you know a member referral screen, so anyone at WeWork can refer their friends. If, if people refer their friends to you know, the environment and the community we have, we see that as an incredible positive thing because you put your own reputation on the line to promote something that is not yours. So then you're a true influencer for myself. Yeah, word of mouth marketing at yeah. scale, isn't it? Exactly. Um, well, thank you so much, Boulder. Thanks for your time. Thanks for and, having me. Um, yeah, great to chat more about WeWork. Awesome, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.